Yeah, so I think Dark Knight was in itself a masterpiece. Much many some people might think Dark Knight Rises was a bit better storyline wise, and um, but for me, I think Dark Knight in itself was the masterpiece. The movie was the center of the trilogy. He knows where he is, Bruce Wayne, and he knows where he is, Batman. Um, much much more um, a much stronger antagonist, I guess, one of the best all-time greatest villains in superhero movies or comics uh, Joker comes in which is mind-blowing I mean it was just the entrance of Joker the movie starts with the entrance of Joker which is you know that this movie is going to be something special um, and for me as well like at, at Batman Begins when it ends it shows that sort of scene where the Joker card comes in and then the movie ends and I think that was that really played out, played out well yeah, yeah with the next movie and it was really for me personally Joker I mean Heath Ledger was amazing as Joker and for me the whole movie throughout while watching I the only thing I could see was the Joker and waiting for him to reappear wanting to watch his scenes he has that sort of attraction that character which sort of attracts the audience you want to get to know more about him because he's um, so mysterious right like, yeah we don't yeah think, you don't you he's don't unpredictable you don't yeah, know what he's gonna do yeah. and that's that's the merit he has and that's the attract the attraction he gives to the audience the storyline was in a sense amazing it was like a villain bringing out another villain and a full movie of being of a tragedy um and i guess the fact that it is a tragedy does have a big impact because the whole of batman begins is basically just trying to make us like batman it's the whole point of that is to establish his character right so when that character is broken down so thoroughly by this mm -hmm. like crazy guy you're like yeah. what, what's, what's going on here right because you, you think that and, he's, and that's why yeah. I, and that's why the ultimate winner of, the movie of this joker. movie is joker yeah yeah batman batman lost this movie is batman losing this movie isn't about batman winning it's about batman losing and it's about joker and chaos just covering um gotham there's no time where Batman becomes the winner. Batman is always the loser. Batman's the always, he's always the outcast. And that, that's the message, I guess, Christopher Nolan wanted to portray throughout his trilogy. And that's why I think these characters without each other doesn't work out. As Joker mentioned in the movie that without him, there is no Batman. And like, he completes how Batman completes Joker. Joker's yeah. just having fun with Batman. It's just like he's, he's enjoying himself. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't. And that's, that's an interesting thing because they're sort of similar in that sense that neither of them have anything to lose anymore because they're both. I guess Batman is Alfred or Gotham, but yeah. in a sense, they're both. It's, it's, they're, they're one man. They're alone. They're alone. Yeah. They're, they're essentially alone in this world. Yeah, and again, there's this big question which comes in in The Dark Knight, which is, is Batman's justice, his claim of, is his actions ethical? 
is that what justice is? Um, is probably the main question in this movie. The thing about his rule, right? He has the one rule, you know, no killing. And mm -hmm. on first thought, you think that that's because he saw his parents get killed firsthand, so he knows better than a lot of people what death does to a person, what death does to the family members. But then that whole idea gets sort of thrown into the wrench when realize that he's fond of letting die, was letting people die. So he doesn't really care about the act of death. What he does care about is killing. Like he just lets Rosalba yeah. die and that's perfectly fine with him. But the yeah. fact that I think he's against killing, he's really looking out for himself more than he is from an ethical standpoint. Justice, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, you can understand why he's doing that but he at the end of the day he makes he makes people half dead basically breaks all all their bones and but he didn't kill them so i don't i mean it, it does make sense what he's doing because those guys did what it was wrong and probably most probably deserves that punishment but then from a good good guy point of view from batman's view Batman's supposed to be the hero, and does the hero... Yeah, obviously the, the hero does defeat the villain and stuff, but does the hero actually um, use that justice as a shield to protect his actions? Yeah, I think, I think he does, because it's flawed logic, right? Because he doesn't have any ethical standing to go on. He doesn't have, he has a rule, but then like, what do you do with that rule, right? A rule is only as yeah. good as it's, as it's social and contextual meaning. So if there's nothing that he grounds himself on, that he, that he goes back to, to determine right from wrong, then is he like, is he really a hero? Because I think you can make yeah. a case that his moral compass is really messed up. Like he has to keep on relying on other people to help him go back up to what's right and wrong. Like Alfred's constantly mm -hmm. reminding him, are yeah. you doing this because Mr. it's right? Or are you doing this to like be famous and be cool and feel the thrill, right? Lucius also in The Dark Knight, you know, that mm -hmm. the, the scene with the, what, what do they call it? The, the, yes, that submarine thing yeah, where, where submarine. they use that technology, song, sonar technology. Yeah. Yeah. He like, maybe would have destroyed it if he hadn't said anything, but we certainly can't ignore what Lucius's words uh, did to Batman. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, I think Dark Knight in itself is pretty much a perfect movie in terms of taking in each individual character, the storyline, um, and most importantly, entertaining the audience. Um, I mean, for every superhero movie, that's the most important, I guess. And I think why DC is struggling till now is because of that drop-off where Batman, the trilogy was like a whole new world, a whole new world into looking into superhero movies. But then from there, they wanted to make, I guess, the greed to make more money like Marvel did. Like Marvel with their Avengers and Iron Man and Captain America. They tried to form that sort of Avengers and DC bringing in Justice League, Aquaman, and all these movies were just 
in a sense, much more immature and childish, you could say. Um, it wasn't the movie you accept, expect from DC. Um, yeah, and then I think these days now they're sort of bringing that Batman-ish trilogy sort of-esque back into DC. Joker was one. Now Batman, the next Plus Batman, which is coming next year, I think. Robert Pattinson, Pattinson one. Um, did you check the trailer out? It's, it's yeah, pretty good. Yeah. It seems like it's going, it's leaning heavily yeah. on the, the dark, the gritty yeah. aspect, but sort of also taking... It's, 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 it's more like um, a Joker-esque yeah. now, you could say. It feels like more of the focus is back on Batman and his character, mm -hmm. the morality of what he's doing, the ethics, mm -hmm. and the man himself, right? And that's why I think, and that's a really big um, positive for DC, because now they're starting to now concentrate on the movie instead of the audience, which is the more important thing. You make a masterpiece, and then the audience follows that masterpiece. You don't, you don't fit it in for the audience. Um, and that's what they did with Justice League, Aquaman, and they might have been successful in a way, a bit, because of their name and brand name and... It's the Justice League who wouldn't want to watch it. Um, but in a sense, um, probably a scratch to the image of DC, which they had created over time with Batman, with the Batman trilogy. Yeah. All right, so I guess now we can move on to the questions. questions. Yeah. All right, so I guess now we can move on to the questions? questions, yeah. So, the Joker being the anarchical force of chaos that he is, it mm -hmm. sort of, in some way, makes you like question humanity, right? Like you sort of a little bit lose hope. So it brings us to the question that is crime the nature of humanity, or is evil the is chaos what people naturally go to? Or is there such a thing as intrinsic good? Um, I would say every people's evil. It would be a lie that somebody's 100% pure good. Everybody has that. I think we, we're built up with sin and um, um, evil. So I guess we... And as you see, the world is um, trying to make a much more peaceful world. But at the same time, you can see that what if this world, they're using this peace as a sign and as a shield to, to create something which is much more evil and chaotic, um, if you know what I mean. This factor of peace has become so big that I think it's that what's creating evil. Peace is the one which is bringing out evil now. Um, in this society, for example, making make, to make it easier, if this country has whatever problems, another superior country would come in the name of peace and sort of get into control, and which is unethical and, in a sense, evil. And yeah, so I guess um, evil. There is evil in everybody, and evil is the ultimate. Not not ultimate thing we're moving into, but our actions are 
are small actions which we might not which might be really hard to interrelate to the evil is in a way getting us closer to chaos and evil and conflict because we can't always live in peace there is always going to be a problem in our society okay well that's interesting i'd say that i wouldn't agree that evil is a natural state or that we're born into evil or sin because i think rather we have the potentiality for evil and evil and uh, i guess misbehavior whatever word you want to use is something that's whispering to you it's always there and that can always strike and sort of influence you but i say don't that, you think yeah but don't you think we're just born this world is just evil and we're just born into evil um our society um because as you see that whispering is because we have that mindset in our human nature of doing something not right i wouldn't say so no i don't think no? that our nature is to be evil i'd say that no i mean our nature isn't to be evil but we have that we're born into evil I wouldn't but say that. we try to overcome it well sort of i think the evil we're not born into it but its potential is there but that potential is there just as much for you know a young person as it is for an old person and that can change too so i yeah. don't think that we're necessarily born into it i think there's the potential mm-hmm. for it in different degrees at different points and there's always some kind of you know third third party or left view influence that's sort of steering you in one way or the other which may not be good but i wouldn't say that our inclination is to follow that i think inclination is to follow what's right and what's good and what's just yeah yeah obviously our goal is to do something good and which is just and pure and um peaceful and yeah but human nature don't you think human nature in itself okay let's take into account this is a very probably maybe very a very strong claim um problem a, mu- a much more biased claim do you think um killing a cow is evil or like do you think do you think killing a cow is not is not is a good thing or like, well, in a sense it. because if you just kill a cow in cold blood and stab it 57 times so it bleeds out that, that's evil that's an act of evil yeah yeah i'm saying like killing a cow for us to eat like we have foods um yeah for like our own needs if you're doing it in the proper way and you're feeding the cow their spike and ensuring that the killing is done in you know a swift and painless way then no i don't think so because do we say that a lion eating a rabbit or a deer is evil like yeah so that's why that's what i what i'm that's what i want to say um because killing is a bad thing we have that sense of evil in within us everybody has that sense of evil within us and no but that, was, yeah go ahead like for example if we 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 do get we do get out of control sometimes and we do do things which aren't in a sense normal um we might go beyond um because of our emotions and things like that and wouldn't that wouldn't you classify that as evil i mean such as an animal eating another animal 
to see it in a, from different perspective, think about us killing another human being. That's evil, right? Yeah. Then why isn't kill, why isn't difference. killing a cow yeah. evil? Why isn't that wrong? So I think that it's it's taking a life, anyways. Yeah, it, it is taking a life, but I think there is an element. Whether you whether you're a biologist or whatever you think, there is to some extent such a thing as a natural order or a food chain, right? There is yeah. a certain degree of hierarchies within the world. It's not like everything is just abstractness and you can do whatever you want there's a certain set of biological rules that like the, the, that are in the world yeah right? that's why i'm saying that we are just born into evil but we don't know like we, we're unconscious of it and our goal is over uh, overcome it no because i don't think like, i'm like personally i don't think an animal's life is equitable to the life of a human because yeah agreed it's it's nice. not the it's something living, you know. It's what something I mean? living, but the plants are also living. So what should what should we eat? Should we start eating dirt and salted water? Like yeah, that's yeah, not... no, yeah, that's why I'm saying. That's why I'm saying. Um, we're we're unconsciously embedded with evil. You can't separate it. We're just we're just full of sin in a sense, and our goal is to over overcome that. And our um, while living, that's the thing most people try their best to do, to commit less, lesser of that crime and evil and sin within yourself. Well, I'd agree that striving to be just and striving to stay away from evil is one of the major goals of your life. I want to say that you're born with it. So I guess we can sort of leave it at that and yeah. agree with the same thing, I guess. Yeah. Okay, this is probably the final one, and that is, is there morality without God? So throughout the Dark Knight trilogy, right, there's there's no, I mean, to some extent, Batman is a sort of mythical creature to that, but there's no, there's no basis for theology, I guess you'd say. And there's, you could say that that's one of the reasons why there's so much corruption and crime and uh, injustice, really. So, do you think that there can be morality in a world without God? Personally, I don't think that there can be morality without God. Because religions with some higher being, right? You have what is generally considered to be a moral guideline, right? Most religions are following similar principles that don't lie, don't cheat, don't kill, murder, rob, be fair, be just, right? So I think what can happen in a world without any objective moral values is we can let the human being rationalize anything. So like before I said that, you know, the potential for evil is always there. And when you don't have any objective truth, the potential is like skyrocketed because you can like your mind can rationalize anything. If you, people would know mm-hmm. if you have like any bad habit or like, I don't know, smoking or drinking or like even soft drinks or fast food, any bad habit, your mind is like the first one to rationalize like, oh, you know, I'm tired or it's yeah. long at work. So I think you bring out excuses, yeah. 
it's very easy for your mind to come up with excuses that just make it feel good, right? So in the same way, it's very easy to come up with an excuse to do anything. Like, yes. if we as a society accept that robbing is wrong, I could also say, well, what if I'm poor and I have nothing else to do? What do I do then? What am I supposed to do? So I can very, I can very easily make a case that, you know what, I'm just going to go rob this rich guy who has $10 billion and he's doing nothing with them. Why should I suffer when he's living in excess? So I think what some objective moral principles come and do is they remove that need. So if that guy is already paying a tax to the poor and orphans and the needy, then the poor and the orphans and the needy are not going to look at him with so much envy because they're already being helped by him. So I think if there is, maybe there is a case that you can also be moral and ethical without objective moral values, but in some sense, those objective moral values also come from the variety of religious texts. Like if we take Western civilization, right? In some way or the other, it's very, very heavily influenced by religion. Even the atheists, yeah. right? the entire American constitution is like on the foundation yeah. of the Bible. So even if you're yeah. an atheist, if you're an American, you, you're essentially... You're born into it, yeah. yeah. But yeah, hearing to you, yeah, I, I think God, not God in, in a sense, but I guess our religion our belief and our ideology and our um whatever we're born into the culture maybe um shapes our morality a lot like shapes are you could say 99 percent of our of ourselves is shaped by that all right so i guess we've sort of come to an agreement on that front and i think that wraps up our podcast on the dark night yeah. and Batman Begins.